Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. This update is brought to you by American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 85 years. Learn more at ADR.org. International Paper, the world's largest paper company, agreeing to buy Weyerhaeuser's pulp business for about $2.2 billion to add production of the absorbent raw material used in diapers and other hygiene products. The euro is climbing against the dollar, strengthening through $1.15 for the first time since August. Right now, the euro is at $1.1492. The yen is at 106.56. We're seeing futures move higher with S&P E-mini futures up 5 points, Dow E-mini futures up 32, and NASDAQ E-mini futures up 7. DAX in Germany is up 9 tenths percent. Ten-year Treasury up one thirty second. The yield 1.82 percent. NYMEX crude oil down 3 tenths percent or 14 cents to 45.78 a barrel. COMEX gold is up up seven tenths percent or nine dollars to twelve ninety nine seventy an ounce. Allianz said profits surged twenty one percent in the first three months of the year, and the insurer reiterated its twenty sixteen targets. Allianz is scheduled to report full first quarter earnings on May eleventh. Its shares are up two point two percent in German trading. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen, uh, thanks so much again. Futures up five. It is eight forty eight on Wall Street. The following is from Bloomberg View. Opinions and commentary from Bloomberg columnists. I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. Washington's Metro, the country's second busiest rapid transit system, has been having a tough year. In March, the whole system shut down for a day for emergency repairs. Soon after, a top official warned that entire lines might need to be idled for up to six months. Train delays are rampant, and ridership has been declining since 2010, even as the region's population grows. There are many reasons for these problems. But one of them is lack of resources. Fares don't cover operating costs, and Metro has to go to the governments of Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. every year to ask for money. It is the only major transit system in the U.S. that has no dedicated source of tax revenue. Yet Metro is generating tons of tax revenue. Study after study has showed that in the Washington area and elsewhere, having a rapid transit station in the neighborhood increases property values, which means more revenue from property taxes. Metro has found a way to tap into this value creation along the new Silver Line to Dulles Airport with special assessments on property near the stations. But there's been a big real estate boom around existing stations, too. How about giving Metro some more of the money it's generating? I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. For more Bloomberg opinion and commentary, please go to BloombergView.com or View Go on the Bloomberg Terminal. This has been Bloomberg View. And Bloomberg View commentary can be heard hourly weekdays on Bloomberg Radio. Can't say enough about Mohammed Alarian's article today. On foreign exchange is last resort for policymakers. Smart, smart effort by Dr. Yeah, it's definitely, as well. definitely worth a read. He writes a lot, but, you know, every once in a while it's just brilliant, and that was one of them. James Steele, HSBC, said, Victory gold, lap. said gold would go to 1300 How wrong he is. To twelve ninety eight seventy. Terrible. Thirteen hundred earlier today. Yeah. So yes, how right he was. Yeah. James Steele joining us with a victory lap. He is a fundamental analysis, not so much gaming the price of gold. And we're not going to ask him too much about where gold's going to go. Uh, and Mr. Steele, congratulations on a lonely call months and months ago. Is the supply demand architecture there to sustain gold where it is? Well, first of all, thank you very much, Tom. That's that, that's very gracious of you. Um, uh, well, we on, on that front, um, 
there are maybe some concerns, but but the the we have not seen a great deal of interest this year from China. Uh, the uh, uh, imports are down a little bit uh, year on year, although not drastically so. And uh, India has withdrawn from the market. Uh, Why is that? Is it because the price has gone up and people go at the margin and can't buy it again? Uh, mostly, and we've had a very weak rupee. Uh, but also in the case of India specifically, uh, the, 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 there was a merchant strike of six or seven weeks uh, in, in reaction to the government putting a 1% excise on gold and jewelry I, hey. uh, uh, sales items. Mike, it's this, an idea. This is in that... addition to the 10% tariff on, on, on bullion imports, by the way. Okay, so Mike, the, the mayor of New York, Mr. de Palacio, or the governor of New York, Mr. Cuomo, or the president can put a tariff so that you and I don't have to deal with Tiffany's. Yeah, and there's a good Is idea. That how it works? Sorry, okay. sorry, my dear, I couldn't <clears throat> buy you gold. It was a tariff. <laughs> Earlier on the show, James, we had uh, you were doing your bit for the current account. Definitely. Yes. Oh, he has. Yes, he has definitely done that. Uh, Jeff DeGraff from Renaissance Macro, he's a technical guy, said the technicals suggested that gold would continue to rise. Actually, you know, he predicted a rather strong rise, but he said nobody knows really why. And so I'll ask you, does, can gold keep going up from here? And if so, what drives it? Well, I think much will depend on the dollar, and, and, and that's what we've seen. This, this has been two, uh, three important things have rallied the market this year. And, and just to touch on, on something that, that Tom and I had previously spoken about, the gold declines last year and the year before were predicated on sharp interest rate rises this year of around four times by the Fed, and at least twice last year. We only got one rise last year. Now we may only get two increases this year, maybe even not. And, and so, therefore, the gold market is effectively recalibrating. It is, it is taking back the losses that it made in anticipation of a much higher, of a much steeper Fed trajectory. And, and that is the essence, I think, to the rally. This has been supported by what you were just talking about earlier, um, the decline in the dollar. Uh, the, the, the euro is a good way to look at it. It's the world's second reserve currency, and gold tends to move fairly closely with it. Um, and that is now over back over 114, which is very supportive of, uh, of the gold market. As long as the dollar remains on the defensive, not just to the euro, but also to the yen and, and some emerging market currencies, then the outlook for gold uh, will continue to be good. Uh, but uh, what I would just caution is that the physical end of the market um, – is not responding or is responding by by pulling back and this is uh, effectively a type of sticker shock um, it's getting progressively expensive uh, for people in the emerging world to buy gold it's where most of the physical gold is bought so we have something of a dichotomy right now the investment demand is quite strong but the underlying physical demand is pulling back well it could be interesting because if if then the fed were to surprise if we get some good economic numbers and all of a sudden the markets decide the Fed is back in play, could we have some serious volatility? I think that's a fair comment, yes. And and that's another reason why you've got to be a bit wary of the upside. When the rate rises come, whenever they do, uh, uh, the Fed, the, the gold market might react. Now, we've already seen one Fed increase in December, and that actually co- co- coincided with pretty much the low of the market. And uh, some uh, uh, empirical evidence shows that the gold market tends to weaken going into a Fed rate rise, but then rally for the next 120 trading days. 
If you take December right. as that as that level, then we're just about exhausted through that. What, what the what the a lot of the public doesn't know, and particularly the gold bugs and all that know, is that the partition of the industry in analysis of the metal, the evil metal, is very careful. You're a fundamental guy looking at fundamental trends. Are you a friend of the gold bugs right now, or have we seen this James Steele rally for reasons totally removed from what gold bugs look for? Well, there sometimes can be a, a rather excitable element in the gold market, and it's often tied to, you know, worries, uh, and maybe excessive worries about what's, what's going to happen. And Is I'm that not- out there now? Um, there's always an element of that, but I, I, I believe that most of this uh, rally is funded on pretty much a, a, a good reaction in the paper markets to negative interest rates uh, and to the lack of uh, Fed, Fed increases and to dollar weakness. You know, what, what is interesting is if you look at the negative interest rate argument, it's also very bullish for gold. Um, the distress factor, uh, gold has uh, is always weakened by opportunity cost if r- rates are too high. And if you have negative rates, then that removes that argument. Um, and you also have uh, the way the yield curve reacts under negative interest rates is also positive for gold. And what is interesting is if you look at the, the issuances of bonds with negative rates, they began in full swing in December, and that is when the gold market bottomed. So keep your eye on negative mm-hmm. rates. It's something we don't look at in the U.S. much because we don't have them. But around 40% of the world's GDP is under a negative interest rate regime, and that is positive for gold. James Steele, thank you so much with HSBC on gold here at 1300 an ounce. Mike, is it appropriate that I have a correction just back? I mean, my, I had to get a new Boy, that didn't take so long. Russell saves the day. Tom Keene, you idiot. The VIX is now quoted in real time in the morning. So I was quoting the VIX earlier. And, of course, my eyes are still glazed over from all the rum I drank. And I, I couldn't see on my Bloomberg, which correctly shows, the VIX is a real-time number pre-930. 15.87 right now, uh, up 0.17. The VIX, according to Russell, informing me out on Twitter, trading from 3.15 a.m. East Coast time. You've got to get up pretty early in the morning to get yeah. out of Tom Keene, and apparently Russell did. Yeah, but, but, but <laughs> Russell saved... The day there it is fifteen point eight at the VIX just moved. That changes everything. Here at eight fifty seven in the morning. That changes everything. Yes, fifteen eighty eight now. It's got yeah. a tick. We, well, we don't got, have an opinion on gold. We get tons of mail on it. Mike and I, uh, like everybody else, we've got differing opinions. Well, I will. On this I will. Group. I will just go on record and say I, ha- I never have any idea why gold does what it does. And you have a lot of people who are experts saying they don't know either. One of my first conversations. Many years ago, with a gentleman by name of John Templeton in I've heard of him. Toronto. And Sir John whispered to me, Tom, I just don't understand gold. <laughs> but he did it with a Tennessee. I feel better now. Bloomberg surveillance.